Reed's Ranch is proud to partner with Marcos Garza and the Garza Law Firm. If you find yourself needing legal representation, if you get pulled over for drinking while driving, if you get in a wreck, personal injury, if you stomp on a Vanderbilt player's face on the sidelines and get suspended for a half, do the smart thing. Call Marcos Garza and the Garza Law Firm, 865-540-8300 and online 24-7 at GarzaLaw.com. They answer calls 24-7. You pick up the phone, you call, you're going to get a hold of someone. Marcos and his team are East Tennessee's premier criminal defense, personal injury, and DUI lawyer. Let's get to the episode right about I mean, this is the last stand. You're listening to The Unfiltered. Well, I hate to say I told you so. There's nothing to be done besides to get on Twitter and tweet to all my dumbass followers. (laughs) But I told you so. Hey, I told you so. The controversial. He's a dumbass. He can't do math. He's an idiot. He gets his hair cut at Walmart. Look at that shitty haircut. The realest podcast in the Southeast. Let the dogs loose. <laughs> Let the goons be goons. 11 in a row. 11 in a row. 11 in a row. Enough. <laughs> 38 in a row. As in 38 on this point when we were whipping that ass. Ranch gang, stand up. The holy war is upon us. Welcome to Reed's Ranch, the podcast with Seth Hughes. Like, just quit acting like this is any fun at all. Another edition of Reed's Ranch coming at you on a Wednesday, December 4th. Seth Hughes joins me down in Alabama. What's up, man? Not much, John. It's a pleasure as always. Do you feel a little lost now that the football season's over, or how are you feeling? I do. I'm disappointed. Like, I was... I'm. It makes me sad I don't have a game to look forward to this Saturday, and... Florida A&M in basketball doesn't fill that void, and then we have a 10-day break in basketball. So, yeah, I'm disappointed. I was like, it was nice to be able to look forward to Tennessee football all week for the last month and a half. It was really nice, and uh, I hope it is a, a sign of things to come. But, yes, I'm disappointed. Even as ugly as that game was Saturday. Yeah, the game was ugly. Uh, it was rainy. I think that obviously had something to do with how ugly it was. At least I hope it did. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, JG came out and looked bad, and then it was raining, and then you know you find out his grandma died. So I mean, like, felt bad that he struggled. Yeah, and some people were mad. Apparently, at they were very close. I hate that he struggled, but nothing to really look at in, in, in terms of that game other than Eric Gray. His emergence. Yeah. it It's cracked me up all week since I read the stat that he has more rushing yards on the year than Tim Jordan. That has cracked me up all week because I feel like Tim Jordan got about four times the amount of carries as Eric Gray. I don't feel like Tim Jordan even ran that poorly either. No, he didn't. No, I mean, like, there for a while, and the, there was a stretch in the middle of the season where you know he was the guy. He was the go-to guy. Um, I, what? Why did Chandler not play? I never even saw why. I didn't either. I didn't either. Okay. I never saw a, a reason as to why he didn't play. Obviously, Eric Gray offers you something that neither of those guys offer. 
in terms of just his ability to make you miss. Um, I, like, you know, he wasn't, like, those were big holes, yeah. Like, Darnell Wright killed that Vandy player on that 95-yard touchdown run. But, like, there was one cut he made, like, I think it was the second run that was, like, it might have been the first run. And it was just like, man, Chandler and Jordan don't make that cut. No offense to them if they're listening. But, like, he's just a different level of running back than they are. It was good to see Troy in the Discord says Ty Chandler had an ankle issue. Ankle, okay. So, thank you, Troy. There you go. It was an ankle issue. I had no idea. So, yeah, it was an ugly game. Like, I was I was annoyed because I wanted to watch the Iron Bowl because it was shaping up to be a classic, and I was having to watch us roll around in the mud. Roll around in the mud. I mean, there was really nothing of note from that game. Meanwhile, I was, you know, I was at a restaurant slash bar in Indianapolis and, you know, they had both games on. We made them put the Tennessee Vanderbilt game on, which I think everyone else in the our little area was a little annoyed that they were having to watch Tennessee Vanderbilt, but whatever. And then we had to have our cell phone out to watch Tennessee versus VCU. Now that you talk about a pleasurable viewing experience. That, watching that, was tremendous content. Like, there's so many things about that stream that I absolutely love, but my favorite is probably that their clock didn't count down tenths of a second. It was hung up on, like, 35.2 seconds, and it would just go 35.2, 34.2, 33.2. That was probably my favorite part of that streaming experience, other than when the PA guy was telling everyone that the pizza boxes had moved to, like, Section D. We didn't listen to much of it with the, you know, with the sound on, because like I said, we were in a restaurant. Yeah. But it was nice hearing the PA announcer just tell you who was scoring. A real old school vibe. Although a lot of people talk about how they don't like commentators and announcers, so I mean, they might have been really enjoying that presentation. Yeah. The real, to me, the real, like, thing that sucked was that, you know, they weren't telling you how many fouls someone had. Yeah, or team fouls. I, I had to continuously ask you guys in the Discord game thread, like, you know, how many fouls in, in which situation, especially late, obviously. And the, their replay, their replay situation was very, I don't even know how to describe what they were doing with replays. But all in all, that was, the VCU game was an extremely awesome viewing experience. The Tennessee Vanderbilt game was dreadful, boring. But we won, and that's all that matters. We got the 7-5. and five. Was a successful Saturday. It was. It was. It was a very successful Saturday. Then my Titans went and made a successful Sunday. Pwned the Colts. The Indianapolis Colts can suck my dick. They are zero and one against Ryan Tannehill as starting quarterback of the Tennessee Titans. When was the last time the Titans had beat the Colts? Uh, two years ago. We swept them two years ago. Oh, when they didn't have luck. Yeah. Okay, that's what it was. Luck never lost to him. Okay. Okay. Luck is, so never yeah, mind. I don't know if you saw this, but Andrew Luck is retired. And there is he now, retired. There is now a new sheriff in the AFC South, and his name is Ryan Tannehill and King Henry. They 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 split the office. They are both sheriffs. They uh, One has half the star. The other has the other half of the star. And when you put them together, they are officially the sheriff. Derrick Henry, a top five running back in the NFL? 
I mean, yeah, he's not number five either. Nor is he number four. Who are your top three NFL running backs? King Henry, Christian McCaffrey, and then I don't know, Dalvin Cook, I guess. Yeah. Those are the three I want right now. Saquon doesn't look healthy. Zeke sucks. And if you put their last 16 games side by side, Derrick Henry shits on Zeke Elliott, like 400 more yards and like eight more touchdowns or something like that. Six more touchdowns. Yeah. And Derrick Henry, he he doesn't seem to have had nearly the slow start that he had last year. Like, no, nah, he's been well. Last year he was. They were trying to do Deion Lewis as a starting running back, and that shit wasn't working. But uh, he's still having the big November December that he always has. Because when you start getting late in the season and people get tired of tackling, it's not fun trying to bring down King Henry. No, it's not. I can't imagine that it is. Yeah, he, he's he uh he looks awesome. He looks awesome. I've turned my attention from the Tennessee football team, uh, the college ranks, to the – I mean, I was already more focused on the Titans, but now I'm able to give it 100% of my attention. Yeah. What is their what is their odds for playoffs? I think – like, well, what, what, how, are you, how are you asking? Just, like, betting odds or, like, FPI percentage, that shit? Like, what do you mean? Yeah, like percentages. Like, what, what are we looking like at? I think they're, like, at 40% for... for the playoffs, I think. Yeah, they're at forty two percent. Forty two percent, but they're gonna be favored in at least th- their next three games. If they win their next three, that might be enough to go ahead and clinch a playoff spot before week seventeen. So, you know, we'll see what happens with the Steelers because, you know, the Steelers I don't want to talk shit talk the Steelers. They have treaded water and kept their head above it with, you know, a third string quarterback. So shout out to them, but I just don't see how they go three and one down the stretch. It's been it's been really impressive. I don't know much about the NFL, but it's just been really impressive what the Steelers have done. That being said, at some point playing Duck Hodges is bound to catch up to you, right? One would think. That's what I keep telling myself at least. One one would think. Yeah, it does seem it does seem like that would happen, but I guess we'll see. They play the game for a reason. That is true. They strap up and play. You know, if we just went by point spreads, Tennessee, Tennessee would be what four and eight. Yep. Wait, is that true? One, two, and then we were favored. Uh, we were favored the first two games of the year. I guess UTC, Vandy, and UAB. So we'd be five and seven. Five and seven. Yeah. We are not five and seven. No, here we sit. We are seven and five. Seven and five. <sighs> Telling all the haters to eat shit, of which there are many. There are many that need to be told to eat shit, and I've I've kept up. With who's going to be told to eat shit and who's going to be first in line to the lampposts. So if any journalists are listening outside of Grant Ramey, who is one of us, just keep in mind I have a list and I don't forget anything. And Greg Schiano is now on that list for that little comment he made today. Philip Fulmer, if you're listening to the podcast, schedule Rutgers immediately. Can we get out of that shitty UConn game? Like, we'll still go up north. If UConn football fans really want to see us play football, they can come watch us play Rutgers. Like, please schedule Rutgers Field and go take a shit on that R on the 50-yard line. Beat them 1,000 to nothing. The nerve of Greg Schiano to say that. Bro, nobody would hire you. Ex- only one school would hire you. When I think of intelligent college football fans, I think Rutgers. 
Yeah, I think of Rutgers. Most of their football fans are smart enough to stay away, so I guess they got that going for them. That's true. That's true. That's true. But then again, most of their football fans went, you know, all in on them hiring Greg Schiano again. So their fans revolted because they wouldn't hire Greg Schiano. I didn't see anybody talk about how fans should stay out of coaching hires when that happened. Did you see that? No, buddy. It's really curious. It's almost like the national media thinks UT's fan base is a bunch of hillbillies that they can pile on with no backlash. Did you see any comments about how coaching coaching searches should be ran by the professionals and not the fan bases? No, I didn't. It's very curious. It's very, you know where was Will Brinson? Where were shit hills like Will Brinson? And five foot three Gary Parrish that puts gel in his hair so he spikes it. Gary, we're gonna build a step ladder so you can make it, buddy. Don't think because you're short you're gonna get out of it. Okay. Where was Pat Forty? Producer, uh, please, please edit the part out of that. That could be con- uh, that could be confused as a threat. So please uh, pr- cut that out, producer. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's all a joke. It's all a joke. You know, what was it Will Brinson said one time? He said during UT's coaching search that UT fans were nothing a bunch, but a bunch of like hillbillies that, that drank Mountain Dew. I mean, you know. I find myself buying Mellow Yellow more often these days. Will Brinson, if you had ever been to the Tennessee Valley, you little shit heel, you would know about Sundrop. We don't drink Mountain Dew. We drink Sundrop. That one twenty five, that dollar twenty five, twenty four ounce mellow yellow at Pilot hits a little bit. I'm not gonna lie. I know we canceled Pilot and whatever, but if I'm in there and that mellow yellow is twenty four ounces for a dollar twenty five, I grab me one. You know, I mean, where were all these? You know, where were all these people at? How do you do? You think they're aware? Do you think that they are? Uh, do you think they get embarrassed whenever they see Tennessee fans flood their mentions with both? All the Rutgers stuff, all of the, hey, our football team is, does, isn't shitty after all. Jeremy, Jeremy Pruitt's not getting fired. Philip Fulmer's not running a coup. And, oh, by the way, Conzo Martin still fucking sucks. Do you think they see that and, like, man, I really dropped the ball on this one? I think they totally put it out of their mind. That's the only thing I can come up with that, 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 that I can come up with. They totally put it out of their mind. No, they see, they, they see the mentions. They don't have everybody blocked. No, I know they do, but they, like, just push it away. Because if they actually sat there and thought about it, they would be filled with shame. They have been wrong about so many things simply and solely pertaining to Tennessee. Starting with Conzo Martin. We don't need to rehash what happened with Conzo Martin. But just let it be known that Tennessee fans wanted rid of Conzo Martin because he sucked ass and he was boring. And last night he lost as a 25.5-point favorite to Charleston Southern at home. Charleston Southern lost to Michigan State by 48 points, by the way. They lost to Furman by 44 points, by the way. But they lost to Furman by 44. And Conzo dropped to them at home, and I watched it. Because I am that petty, and I don't forget anything. Charleston Southern was better. So they were wrong about that. They were wrong about Shiano. They were 100% wrong about Shiano, and even if Jerry Pruitt sucks... Which he doesn't. Which he doesn't, by the way. He's good, 
Even if he did suck, it wouldn't mean they were right about Shiano. We were right about Shiano. Some have called Jeremy Pruitt defensive rain man. Some have called him defensive rain man. The second half adjustments. I mean, did you see that third quarter? Did you see how much the defense improved from last year to this year in third quarters? It's like 50 less points a game. I don't think we gave up a point on the first drive in the second half our last eight games. I know we didn't give up a touchdown for sure. I don't know about points, but I know we didn't give up a touchdown. Touchdown, yes, sure. sorry, touchdown. They, they, Tech Vaughn is right. They have no shame. They are not embarrassed. They, they are not embarrassed. They have no shame because if they had a modicum of humility and self-awareness, they would cover themselves in sackcloth and ashes out of shame. But they were wrong about Shiano. And just so everyone knows, again, even if Jeremy Pruitt sucks, which he doesn't, but even if he did suck, they still wouldn't be right about Shiano. We would be right. And they were wrong about Jeremy Pruitt after the first four or five games. Pete Thamel, where's he at? You can't, you ought not be able to write that piece he did about Philip Fulmer taking his job and just slink away and never mention Tennessee again. You should not be able to do that. All the shit they said about Pruitt after he grabbed Garantano's face mask. Did you see what Marcus Tatum had to say about Jerry Pruitt today? Yeah, I was going to say, let's give, uh, let's give, uh, let's press F in the most respectful way for Marcus Tatum. Everyone, please press F. Pay your respects. That is a guy who uh, should be loved here in Knoxville, and everyone should be putting all their energy behind him being successful at his next stop. Marcus Tatum, a classy individual, said some really nice things with uh, David Ubbin at The Athletic talking about how he loves Tennessee and how Jeremy Pruitt loves the players and how all the dipshit media people who put him down don't know what they're talking about. I use dipshit. He didn't say dipshit. He's, he's too classy for that. Yeah. Marcus Tatum... He doesn't have near the vitriol towards the journalists that we do, but... Well, it's because he's working in the media. He's working in the It's because he's, he's in media relations, yep. But he said he's running a great program. He, meaning Jeremy Pruitt, in case Pete Tamil is listening. You know, all that stuff about him in the media really bothers me sometimes because he's not a bad guy. If he grabs somebody's face mask, that's just football. That's what we know because you don't see what he does with us behind closed doors. He loves us and wants us to do our best. So when he's doing that, he truly loves us. And he's not scared to show it to the whole world. So, that's what former players that are leaving because Jeremy Pruitt didn't play him enough say about Jeremy Pruitt. Where's Pete Tamil? He's nowhere to be found because he has no shame. His mother did not teach him what shame is. These guys are all arrogant assholes. No, I don't think they ever think about what they've done. They have to see you when they get flooded, though. After every time, like after every after every time Missouri loses, do they not think, "Wow, really fucked that up"? Missouri, uh, you know, Conzo does kind of suck. Do they not see Cal? Do they not see Cal go five? What they go five and thirty-one, the last two years in Pac-12 play? Do they not see that and say, "Whoops, there's another program that uh you know got fucked"? Do they not see that? I think they do, John, but I don't think they care. I don't think they care, and they don't put any thought about it into it. Just get the takes off, huh? Because there's no backlash, right? 
if there was any backlash, if like one of their bosses was saying like, hey, you know, y'all have uh, been drop dead and pretty shitty to UT fans. Producer, please uh, edit that out. You know, I think that... 2019. I think that they would have some shame. But they don't have anybody holding their feet to the fire. Besides me, who keeps a folder on his alternate hard drive full of screenshots from Twitter of all the things they've said about us since Shiano Sunday. Because I don't forget, and I'm smarter than all of them, and I am I am more petty, pettier, more petty, I don't give a shit. I am more petty than any of them. All of them put together, they have never met anyone like me. And I take everything they say about UT fans, I take it personally. Which I shouldn't, but I do. Because these UT fans that they're dogging are just normal dudes who just want to go into Neyland Stadium on Saturday or TBA on a Wednesday night in SEC play and see us beat a better team. I mean, see us beat a team that we're better than. They're not asking for national championships. They just want Tennessee to not lose three straight times to Vandy in football. They just want a team that has Jordan McRae and Jeron Maimon and Jarnell Stokes to not get into the NCAA tournament via the play-in game. They're not asking for much. We were all kind of happy with the play-in game. It looked like we weren't even going to get into the play-in game. Exactly. Like, we were relieved. We were we were headed for the NIT with three NBA we players. We were relieved. That says all you need to know about, about Conzo Martin. We were relieved to get into the, play on, the play-in game. I mean... And so, like, there's a lot of Tennessee fans that bother me. Like, we've been over the Garantano stuff. So a lot of these Tennessee fans drive me crazy. But when they get picked on by these media members, like Joel Klatt, also, I have several screenshots of you, Joel. When they get picked on by people like him and Gary Parrish, who is 5'2", and Will Brinson, who is a North Carolina State fan. Show Gary some respect. When he spikes his hair up, he's 5'3". Noted. And people like Will Brinson, who are North Carolina State fans, and lest we forget, lest we forget, they one of them all, Seth Davis. So when they say something about UT fans, I take it personal. Nothing drove me crazier than when, like, Conzo would win, like, a random game in, like, January or December at, like, Cal, and they would bring it up. Like, oh, Conzo sure does look good, doesn't he? Rick Barnes is such and such and such and such since he's been at UT. And it's like, that was two years ago, bro. What about now? Rick Barnes is what, like 63 and 16 in his last 79 games or something? What about Conzo? Why aren't they tweeting things like this now? Because they have no shame. They have no shame. 63 and 16? Something like that. He was like, what, 60 and 15 the other day, and it's like 75, and we've won several and lost one, so I'm just doing math on the, on the fly. You know, I mean, like, but they have no shame. I have nine screenshots of Seth Davis in a folder titled Tennessee on my hard drive on my desktop. Seth, they will all be unveiled at the trial, rest assured. Quickly, what are your thoughts on Juwan Jennings getting suspended for a half of the ball game? It's total bullshit, right? If they knew that he did it, he would be suspended for the game. Like, I have no idea if Juwan Jennings meant to do it. 
He very well might have, and so anybody listening that like thinks I'm like being biased, if Jawan Jennings meant to step on that dude's face with his cleat, it would not surprise me in the least. So I have no idea. He very well might have. But what I do know is that if the SEC... He'd probably say 51% at least he meant to, right? Yeah, he, okay, he probably meant to. Yeah, let's just say 51% at least. He probably did it on purpose. He probably meant to do it. And if they knew that he meant to do it, he would be suspended the whole game. But they didn't suspend him the whole game. They suspended him a half. So they're basically saying, well, we don't know, and we don't really have any evidence that he did anything on purpose, so sure, why not? Just in case. Well, that's gay. That's not fair. I mean, there's no evidence. Like, if they knew that he did it, they would have suspended him the whole game. Does half a game make people happy? The people who were upset? Who was upset about it? That was another thing. It disappeared after Saturday night. I think Vandy fans have still been mad about it. All 15 of them. Well, that's too bad. That's too bad. They need to focus on Jerry Stackhouse and the boys instead of worrying about Jawan Jennings. That's too bad that all 25 of their fans are upset. I had even texted my best friend, who is Luke, by the way. I've mentioned him from time to time. But I, I even texted him yesterday. Merely yesterday, I texted him, and I said, nobody, they tried to meme Jawan Jennings crushing this dude's face on purpose into a thing, but they failed. Looks like the joke's on you. And like, but that was the thing. It wasn't even a big deal anymore. Like, nobody got mad about it after Saturday night. Like, it wasn't a national ordeal. Like, DJ Shockley, you know, he had his conniption over it Saturday night. and But that was it. it. It was past us. Nobody was talking about it anymore. People were talking about how, you know, Alabama dropped behind Auburn. And apparently people were mad at Peloton on Twitter over some advertisement. And I guess they're trying to impeach our president. But nobody was talking about Jawan Jennings anymore. But the SEC came out and acted like a bunch of cucks. All right, let's get to some patron questions. Patreon.com slash Reed's Ranch if you are down with the movement. Shout out to uh, only one shout out, but Noah Morrow updated his pledge. He upped his from $2 to $5. Shout out to Noah. We appreciate you, and we love you, buddy. Thank you. If you want access to the Discord and... Uh, some of the other stuff we do, patreon.com slash Reed's Ranch. All right, let's get to some questions. Uh, that that way, have you seen uh, – we, have we tipped off in basketball yet? It's about 7-11. Have we tipped off yet? I, I don't know, but I imagine so. Okay. We were playing at 11, right? 7, yeah. Uh, we're up 4-3 to three per ESPN.com. 4-3, to three, all right. 6-3, 6-3. 6-3, to okay. Please keep me updated every time we score. Okay. Techval asks, he's given us 10-2 and two next year. Pick your two big wins against Florida, Bama, Georgia, and Oklahoma. So, I really, really so badly would love to beat Oklahoma and Norman. But I have to go with Florida and Alabama. Even though I know that beating Florida and Georgia gets us into the SEC championship game. 
I have to go with Florida and Alabama. Does beating Bama and Georgia get us in the SEC championship game? Probably not, right? Florida's – I mean, I don't know what their schedule looks like and what they're returning, but yeah, who's going to be the favorite next year, Florida or Georgia? I would think it would depend on – I don't know. Fromm has sucked. I would still think Georgia would be, but it might be Florida with Trask coming back. Isn't Where's that Florida-Georgia game played out next year? Is it at Florida or at Georgia? Oh, no, wait. It's always in Jacksonville because Georgia has a gay schedule. Oh, wait. Those guys never have to play a road game. Oh, okay. I don't know. I want to. I don't. I thought. I mean, Georgia loses what Andrew Thomas at left tackle, DeAndre Swift in the backfield. Who knows, man? They lost a lot of people last year that you didn't think they were going to lose. Yeah. Uh, I, th- I still think like Kirby does the best job of of, st- of re. You know, obviously Kirby does the best job of of, of restocking the the pantry. That's a really so, tough question. I still think it would be like I know if you beat Florida and Georgia, you make the SEC championship game. Okay. Because it in that if that happened, we would go seven and one in conference at worst, and would have a tiebreaker obviously over both of them. Yeah, so you're you're in the conference championship game. I think that has to be my answer. I, I understand it and I respect it. Being beating it, Oklahoma would be a statement, and it'd be really really fun. But it, it doesn't but do anything. If, if you lose two of those next three, that would kind of diminish it a little bit. Like what I was thinking about was like. How much it would, like, because I thought about beating Oklahoma, and then you turn right around, and you have Florida at home, and you lose. And I'm just like, man, that would suck. I would give anything to beat Florida and Alabama. Even though I know beating Georgia and Florida is more important. I'm going to go with beating Alabama. Like, I had forgotten how much I despise and how deep-seated the hatred is for the Alabama Crimson Tide until that game earlier this year. Like, I was, I had been ambivalent on them for several years and would even root for them over Auburn, typically. I had forgotten how deeply ingrained the hatred for the Alabama Crimson Tide is until that light show, until Todd McShay smoking cigarettes cigars on the sideline until Daryl Taylor getting that personal foul and until them giving Alabama an extra timeout so we couldn't run the Wildcat. It feels good to hate again, though. I will say that. It feels good to hate again. Yeah, I love that question because there's huge there's huge benefits for all four of those, obviously. You beat Oklahoma. That's a statement win early in the season. You jump inside maybe the top ten if you do that. Uh, then you have a huge atmosphere for Florida. Now, if you're guaranteeing me that loss to Florida, though, that would you know kind of ruin that. I love the idea of going into Athens and beating Georgia on the road in November too. Yeah, but if 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 I take that and then we lose to Florida and they still get the tiebreaker over us and win the East, that would you know obviously diminish that. If you if you told me Florida was going to lose two, I would take Georgia and Alabama. Mm-hmm. If you told me Florida was going to lose two, but I can't take that risk, so I'm just going to take the East. Yeah, being ten and two, going to Atlanta to play in the SEC championship would be obviously a huge, huge deal. And you might be talking playoff at that point. In the scenario that is listed, if we did, if we did your choice, 
we're going into that SEC championship game thinking we might win. Thinking we, ha- I'm sorry, thinking we have a really good chance to win. Because we're going to be 10-2, and two, and we've beat Florida, who's going to be preseason top 10, and we beat Georgia on the road. Like, we're going in thinking that we're going to win the SEC championship. Um, regardless if it's against Alabama or LSU, and even though we had already lost to Alabama, like, we're going in, we're 10-2, and two, we've gone through the gauntlet of a schedule. We played four top 10 teams and beat two of them. So, well, let's just make another top 10 win. Let's just make it three. I mean... And then at that point, you're right, that's three top ten wins. Keep us out of the playoff. I mean, come on, you can't do that. So, that's a pretty good, that's a good question. Tech Vol's a good man. Will Warren asks us to pick our preferred bowl opponent based on our projections. Minnesota, Wisconsin, Iowa, Indiana. Um, I think Minnesota is my preferred. Enough to get me interested about the game. And enough of a team to like keep it like where it's going to be a good game. I think I pick Iowa. They're ranked right where Minnesota's ranked. They're probably better. They are better than Minnesota. I think it's sixteen versus fourteen. I don't. I think they're better, but they're also less explosive. It feels like. Yeah, they don't have the wide receivers. Yeah, so like we'll just beat the hell out of Iowa. Then still be a top sixteen win. You still get in the top twenty probably at the at the end of the rankings for beating that team down. Um, you don't have to listen to PJ Fleck. Because I do think P.J. Fleck will be able to motivate his guys to play a bowl game. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, no doubt. No doubt. I, don't, I won't know part of Wisconsin, even though Taylor probably sits out. I would say he sits out for the draft. And I wonder if the uh, the offensive tackle and the defensive end for Iowa sit out. They should. They should. And then Indiana if they do. does nothing for you, even if you beat them. That, that's, like, that's, that's the thing. Like, Indiana's just boring. They're not even top 25 anymore. They're they're awful. So, no, I don't I don't want to play them. Troy asks, if you could have one player back next year, including Trey Smith and the seniors, who would you take? Juwan Jennings. Just, in, just because of the overall attitude and the way that he transforms the team with like just his play. I think we're going to be okay at linebacker with Toa Toa and Crouch. Yeah, my answer is Batuli. I understand it. I just think he's so important to our defense. I, I, th- I think that like he is. I mean, the guy, he can't cover a wide receiver to save his life. But, man, he is a menace in the run game. Um. I don't want Trey Smith back. If you if you just ask me Trey Smith yes or no, I'm saying go to the pros. Like I, I hope Trey Smith goes pro. I hope Trey Smith goes pro too. Yeah, I don't want him back. Jawan Jennings back again. Go would be now, pretty cool. get Trey. Get. We don't want you here anymore. Go make your money, buddy. You've done enough. I'm like the kid in Airbud yelling at Buddy to leave, just because we know something bad's gonna happen if he stays. Just run away. Be free. Just go. Go, Trey. I'm sick. I'm sick of your personal fouls. I'm sick of that cowboy hat you wear. Like I was and thinking appro- about appropriate my culture. Just stop it. Just go. We don't want you anymore. I was thinking about we don't want you anymore. Just go. How funny that personal foul against Kentucky was. Just go. I don't want you anymore. I've got real tears in my eyes. Well, that was a good performance. Oof. That's how you tap into uh, your emotions right there. 
It was Oscar-esque. Oof, you can't see me. I got tears streaming down my cheeks. I can feel them, though. Oof. Oof. That was good. That was good. I felt really bad when I saw the uh, the snap count and the pro football focus grades that Tyler Bird only got one snap on senior day. Yeah, I know. That that hit me in my feels. That made me, me sad. Crying. I saw that. And I was like, oh, man, that sucks. That made me sad. That didn't make me sad. You know, I would have bet you $100 like two days ago that Marcus Tatum was a senior. He might be. He's a grad transfer, right? I mean, he's a junior in eligibility. Is he like a redshirt junior? Or? I guess. I mean, that dude hadn't played four years, really. Like, I, I, I was blown away when he when I realized he was just a junior. It's 14 to 3 balls, by the way. Looking a lot like Saturday. Buddy. Looks like we got Vanderbilt back on the schedule. The Mid-Eastern Athletic Conference standings, Florida, even though no conference has been played, Florida A&M is 0-6, and they are not last. They are not even second to last. They are third to last because Howard is 0-9, and Maryland Eastern Shore is 0-10. There is one team that is above 500, and that is Bethune-Cookman. So, Rick's really getting the boys ready for Memphis tonight. But I guess they deserve a, a cupcake. Bob wants to know how many uses you get out of a water bottle before you clean it. Oh, man. I don't use a water bottle. Yeah, I haven't in a long time, but like when I did... I use I, glasses, and I use plastic cups that I rewash. Not like cheap plastic, but like I carry big plastic cups with me, and then I, I bring them home, and I only use them usually, usually once, sometimes twice. I only use a cup once. If I get a cup of water and I carry it to bed, I usually take a cup of water to bed every night and I drink it. Usually I will also take it down in the morning and refill it up. And then drink it, uh, try to drink one before I, I leave for work. I respect that. I've never been a water bottle guy. I'm I'm more of a a just a bottle of water in a plastic. Yeah, sometimes sometimes we're we're fucking up the environment just using plastic bottles too. To be honest. Yeah, but you know I always make sure that I cut the six pack little plastic things that I get my Lacroix in. I make sure I cut those so no dolphins can choke. And I even have the Publix um, reusable bags that I use now. And I and and I re I recycle all my I, I recycle all my plastic bottles at work. So you're a recycler? What about at home? I'm not I'm not at home, I know. Wow. So you're just a hypocrite. You can't go through the trouble to pay the extra ten dollars a month for recycling. I will have you know that our household recycles every other Tuesday. I know y'all recyclers. Y'all are doing more to save the environment than I am. I drive a a, a hybrid or at least a fuel flex sonata. I respect it. Yeah, I'm doing what I can. Matt asks, "What is the uh, what is the realistic Titans playoff run?" Since he asked for realistic, I'll ask you first. Uh, well, you told me they just need to go three and one to make the playoffs. 
they need to go three and one to make the playoffs with at least one of those wins coming over the Texans. Yeah, yeah they have to beat the Texans at least once, right? I mean, preferably that's... if they're going to go three and one, they beat the Raiders and Texans twice, and then lose to the Saints. But either way, yeah. any three and one should get the job done. That seems fair. I mean, that would three be... and one with a sweep of the Texans gets you the division. I mean, ten and six, you're getting in. More or less. I mean, you're gonna take your chances. But what's the realistic playoff run? I mean, if they get the wild card, they would play the. They would most likely be the six seed. All but all but certain be the six seed, and then either play the Chiefs. Or the uh, or the um, Texans. Who would you rather play? As the sixth seed? Yeah, the Chiefs or the Texans. Well, that would probably mean that we, I guess we went one and one against the Texans. Um, going to Houston, that would be scary. Not really. I'd probably rather still play the Texans than the Chiefs, although we do kind of have a mental edge over the Chiefs. We've beat them, the, we've beat them twice, and... They can't really tackle Derrick Henry. They have nightmares of Derrick Henry. I'm really not scared by either of those teams if I'm the Titans. No, I, I, realistically, I, I'm not scared of any of the teams. Like, the Titans' run defense is good. I want to say it's fifth in the league when you adjust, you know, like DVOA-adjusted run defense. I think we're fifth in the NFL against the run. So, like, do I want to play the Ravens in Baltimore? No, would I give us a chance to beat Baltimore? Sure. I mean, we'd be underdogs, don't get me wrong. We'd be 7 to 10 point underdogs depending on, you know, how we finish the season, but I wouldn't be scared of them running the ball down our throats because we have a pretty good run defense and our linebacking core is sneaky really good. Our linebacking core is really good. Jayon Brown, Rashawn Evans, and Harold Landry, that's a good linebacking core. Harold Landry's had a good year. Yeah, I think he's got 8 sacks and 11 tackles for loss. How old is he? How old is he? He's in year. This is the only year two for him. Oh, I'm thinking of. I'm thinking of. I'm thinking of that other guy they signed that had like three sacks in the first game. Oh, uh, you're thinking of old ass Cameron Wake. He is out for the year. Oh, okay, never mind. He's 38. He had a good start of the year and then he got old. Harold Landry is from Boston College, right? Yeah, he's the guy we got in the second round that Vince Young called him Honor Landry. Yeah, he, he's good. Um, if I'm the Titans, if I'm the Titans, since you asked, if I'm the Titans, I only have one thing on my mind. Make sure I do not have to play the Buffalo Bills. That's going to be the 4-5 matchup, buddy. Buffalo's coming back to Nashville, and guess what? Marcus Mario is not going to be there to fuck it up this time. Neither is, our, neither is that field goal kicker we had. Because Cousin Jerry, that's Jerry Hughes, Cousin Jerry is coming off the edge. Tredavious White is coming from the linebackers. And we do not mess around. Cousin Jerry is a menace. I don't know if you saw, but we are 9-3 with a 95% chance to make the playoffs per Nasty Nate Silver on 538.com. That is more than double. Which means you have the chance to be the next Hillary Clinton. Congratulations. Which is more than double the chances of a good team in the Tennessee Titans. Tennessee Titans are a good team. They're a fine team. Congratulations. You might be the next Hillary Clinton. The Tennessee Titans are a good team. They're better than a fine team. They're a good team. I actually like watching them play, which says a lot because for years the Tennessee Titans were absolutely dreadful to watch plays. I'm sure you know. 
who knew all we needed was Ryan Tannehill to become likable? It's amazing. It's amazing. They plug Ryan Tannehill in, and now the games aren't that bad. Sunday. Hit all, we just needed Ryan Tannehill and his sexy, crazy, gun-toting wife to come to Nashville to recognize and finally realize who we are. So, the Titans... By the way, I don't know if you know who the uh, who the number one quarterback is in almost all the adjusted metrics. Oh, it's Ryan Tannehill. It's Ryan Tannehill. That is correct. It's Ryan Tannehill. But... He is the best quarterback in the NFL, according to the adjusted metrics. And we've already established that King Henry is a top three running back. Um... I don't know if you know Jeffrey Simmons, top five talent. Sure, maybe he beat up this woman, this girl that was attacking his sister. He defended his family. Producer cut that first part out. <coughs> he defended his family as his family was getting attacked, and then he tore his ACL and fell to the Titans in the in the first round last year. But him and Jarrell Casey's that's a that's a pretty good tandem up front. I don't know if old ass Frank Gore is going to be able to handle that front. Oh, now now don't get me wrong. The Titans are a good team. That's all I'm saying. So I'm not saying anything otherwise. But, well, buddy, they're not the Buffalo Bills. They don't have Cousin Jerry. They don't have Tredavious White. That's Jerry Hughes. That's Jerry Hughes. He's my cousin. My last name is Hughes, if this is your first time listening. They don't have Cousin Jerry. They don't have Brother Cole, whose second rap album is about to come out, I believe. We have a better version of Cole Beasley. His name's Adam Humphreys. Has he been good lately? He came up with the big touchdown. He, he's came up with... He's came up with some big catches lately. They're playing him less. They're playing him less snaps because we are just running the ball down people's throats, and we don't usually have three receivers out there. Uh, but he's come up with some big catches. He moves the chains like he's supposed to. Yeah, it just seemed. Yeah, it, I forgot. And then it seemed like for a while at the beginning, like he just wasn't there. He wasn't, but we also had a quarterback with uh, nerve damage in his elbow that couldn't throw the ball down the field. So what can you do? Is Mariota even going to try to resign with anybody? Yeah, I mean, he'll be a backup somewhere, but, like, his, his arm shot. Yeah, I, I didn't know if he – he just seems like a kind of guy that would just be like, whatever, I'm out. Like, I don't need that this. That would be funny if the Titans drafted two quarterbacks in the first round that just quit after year four. I was like, nah, I'm good. I'm retiring. That would be – it would be kind of funny. Like, the Titans just ruined their love for football, so they just quit. Like, nah, I'm good. They're going to re-sign Tannehill, right? Yeah, they're not letting Tannehill go. They'll franchise tag his ass if they have to. I mean, but surely he doesn't care, right? I would imagine he wants to be in Nashville. Like I said, his crazy, gun-toting, attractive wife probably loves Nashville. What is his wife's name? I don't know. Miss Tannehill? Miserous Tannehill? I want to say Lauren, but I, don't, I know that's not right. Ron Tannehill wife. Lauren Tannehill. Does she like guns? Oh, shit. I nailed it. Oh, yeah. She got, a, she got pulled over one time in Miami and had, like, some semi-automatic rifles in her trunk. Hell yeah, Lauren! Google Lauren Tannehill guns. Holy shit, she left an AR-15 in the rental car. That, that was it, okay. So it wasn't a lot of them, it was just one? Um, For some reason I thought there were multiple guns in her car, but maybe not. She uh, she had the car rented for two hours. Had to, had to make a little quick run. Had an AR-15 in the backseat. <laughs> She had to stay strapped. Um, yeah, it was just one gun. Okay. But she looks like she is from Texas and likes guns. Yeah, she looks like she fits right in with Nashville, right? You could see her at the Florida-Georgia line bar. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. No. They're not going anywhere. We finally got a quarterback. He's going to be back. We are going to get the four seed, although we do have the tiebreaker over the Chiefs, so we could theoretically be the three seed. 
We're going to get the four seed. We're going to beat the Bills. The three seed's going to win. We're going to go hopefully to New England. I really hope we get to go to New England in the second round and just finish that. Finish what we started in 2017. Go back. Revenge game. Go ahead and really, really finish what my man Steve McNair should have finished in 2003 when Drew Bennett, Drew Bennett dropped that pass on fourth down. You probably don't remember that. We could have stopped the whole Patriots dynasty before it even started. Mm-hmm. But wide-ass Drew Bennett dropped a fourth down pass that McNair put right on his hands in a three-point game. He dropped it, just flat-out dropped it. Mm-hmm. So to be able to go up there and end the Patriots dynasty – and, you know, really, uh, like I said, finish what McNair started. That would mean a lot to me. The issue with this theory is that you have the Patriots winning the division. The Patriots don't have Cousin Jerry. No, but they got they got the tiebreaker over the Bills, so the Bills will have to finish a game ahead of them. We got, we got one more game coming up. Well, I know, but you're going to have to finish a game ahead of them. We, we have, finish, finishing tied with them isn't going to do the trick. I don't have the Bills losing another game. Well, I know, but the Patriots have to lose two. Yeah, they are going to. So you got you got Buffalo winning in Baltimore this weekend. Yeah, that's not a problem. I guess it's in Buffalo. It's in Buffalo. You got you got Buffalo holding serve against Baltimore. The Steelers is in Pittsburgh, but again, it's on Sunday night. We have cousin Jerry. They have Duck Hodges. That's a good point. Um, and then we I play will be the Dolphins. rooting for the Bills. I will be rooting for the Bills to beat the Steelers on that Sunday night. So do not let me down. You and all other good American men will be rooting for the Bills and Cousin Jerry and Tredavious and Josh Allen and um, old-ass Frank Gore, Brother Cole, uh, Robert Foster from Alabama is on the team, um, John Brown, John Brown. I love that name. That name cracks me up every time I see it. His name is literally John Brown. My dad would always say, I'll be John Brown. His name is literally... Is that a saying? Is that a saying? Is it like a... Apparently... Is that a country saying? Well, there was a guy that got arrested, uh, I think, in McMahon County named John Brown for killing some people. Is what my dad always said. So that's why he would say it. He said that's why it was a saying. I don't know. I didn't know if it was a con- an actual like country across the South saying because you sound pretty interested in the name John Brown. So I wasn't sure if you had heard it. Before. I, I, it just cracks me up to hear the name. Okay, good. Because my dad always said that growing up. Well, I'll be John Brown. That's what I think of every time I see John Brown. How about him dropping that touchdown dime to Singletary on Thanksgiving? Pretty bad. Pretty bad. I think the Titans can make the AFC championship. I agree. I think they can too. I'm pumped. I'm pumped. We're going to go on this little revenge tour. going to go kick uh, John Gruden's ass this weekend. He I, I he owes me an ass kicking. Or I owe him an ass kicking. Producer, cut that out. I owe him an ass kicking. Tennessee owes him an ass kicking. The Titans will take care of it. We're going to march into Oakland kick their ass, come back home against the Texans, kick their ass. I don't know if you're familiar with Drew Brees outdoors. It's not good. Let's throw Drew Brees outdoors in December. Oh, it's going to be a bloodbath, Seth, a bloodbath. So we're already at 10 and, 10 and 5 at that point. At that point, the only thing you do is go, you go and beat Houston, get to 11 and 5, and get the three seed. That way we can avoid the Buffalo Bills. Mike Vrabel saved his job. Ryan Tannehill saved Mike Vrabel's job. Mike Vrabel ain't do shit. He waited too long. I would like to stay and keep chatting. I really got to go use the bathroom. Let's wrap this up. It's a pleasure as always, buddy. I love you. I love you, my friend. I'll talk to you, uh, talk to you soon. All right, bye-bye. Hey, 
I was broke just last week, got a freak in my sheets. What's her name? I don't know. Where she come from? I don't know. She your bitch? I don't know. Where my wrist? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Huh? Who the pope? Think it's me. Clapping cheeks while I sleep. How we do it? I don't know. Thought you knew, but you don't know. That's your ex? I don't know. Did I say? Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Where did I get all this jippy jit slip, huh? Find myself a baddie and she thicky thick thick. Mm, pretty please, that she said it on her knees, yeah. Baby gravy hard, we the anti anti freeze, bitch. Uh, hey Lord, give me peace. Start a riot in the streets on the Davis shit release. Miles deep. Think I'm Meryl Streak. I'll be bumping Mama Mia with your mama in the sheets. With my bro in an M3 Bentley, 10 bags empty. Now we got time to fill it up. Now you know that our ladies coming plenty. Met us at the Wendy's, 10 a.m. Tito's in my cup. I was broke just last week. Got a freak in my sheets. What's her name? I don't know. Where she come from? I don't know. She your bitch? I don't know. Where my wrist? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Huh? Who the pope? Think it's me. Clapping cheeks while I sleep. How we do it? I don't know. Thought you knew, but you don't know. That your ex? I don't know. Did I say? Mm-hmm. But I don't know, I don't know, I don't know If you tryna spend a check, just ask I don't speak mid, but I'm fluent in the gas Oh, gravy, let me hit Bitch, relax Let me get a steak and a check plus tax Yes, I do, not own the pistol All these bitches hear my whistle Then I poke her like a bristle Opposite a chicken little She gon' ask me for a nibble Two girls playing with my fiddle Like I'm Malcolm in the middle Huh, baby, what you mean? I don't know I don't know, bro Why they taking photos? How we get so many hoes in the photo? Why am I so cold? Why the fuck yo ho? In my bed pose like the Jumpman logo I was broke just last week Got a freak in my sheets What's her name? I don't know Where she come from? I don't know She your bitch? I don't know Where my wrists? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Huh? Who the pope? Think it's me. Clapping cheeks while I sleep. How we do it? I don't know. Thought you knew, but you don't know. That your ex? I don't know. Did I say? Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, baby. <laughs> <laughs>